listening to Mike Lochran on the Management Perspectives podcast. Please follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter where I publish all of my podcasts and blogs. Hi, my name is Mike Lochran and this is the Management Perspectives podcast. Digital transformation strategies often start out full of optimism and wide stakeholder support, yet many, more than 70% according to McKinsey, fail to meet their objectives. So what becomes of these unsuccessful initiatives once the costs and recriminations are accounted for? Does the organisation dust itself off and start again, or does modernisation get put on the back shelf for another financial year? In this show, we're going to see how organisations can and should deal with false starts in their digital transformation initiatives. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Mario Cassani, Director of the Digital Transformation Group for EMEA and APAC at PTC. Mario, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners? Sure, Mike. I've been uh, with PTC for more than 15 years now, always uh, focusing on helping our customer with their transformation efforts across engineering, manufacturing and service processes so that they can be successful at their first attempt avoid mistakes and figure everything out in the initial approach. Thanks, Mario. So to kick it off, we know that digital transformation programs often suffer a false start, but would you like to explain what that looks like and and, and what are the signs that things have gone off course? A false start can take many forms. Um, On one side of the spectrum, it can be a technology-oriented POC designed without a clear sense of business purpose. And this is typically the main driver to fall into the infamous pile of purgatory. At the other end, it can be a larger scale and often costly implementation that didn't deliver against the success criteria. The specific reason for a false start can be varied. Perhaps the company has was too conservative and didn't give initiative time and sustenance to grow, or maybe they put too much faith into one specific technology that in the end didn't measure against the business goal, or either because the whole initiative was simply poorly executed, resulting in a budget overrun or a delayed timeline, or in certain cases, it was not fully aligned with the strategy or the business priorities. And related to this later point, I want to underline that the scope of the initiative is very important. On one end, the initiative may have been too tactical, or on the other, too ambitious. Finding the right balance between a vision that motivates and galvanizes, yet also has a fair chance to succeed, is, in my opinion, where organizations really want to be hitting. One last reason for failure that, in my experience, is one of the biggest causes of failure is trying to copycat a competitor rather than seeking out solutions to solve your own specific business problem with a clear and agreed business and case defined. There is no one-size-fits-all solution, even in the same industry. So, uh, start from why. Yeah, I mean, on that, we know that there can be repercussions when things do go wrong. We see finger-pointing, um, budget cuts to innovation, uh, and, and things like that. Those leading the projects may be inclined to avoid admitting defeat and keep the funding in the project to hope it will start generating results and value. What are the key issues with this approach? And is is there anything that you've seen? Yeah, it it is something that I've seen, and uh, it is a very interesting question. So, of course, in my view, there is no shame in admitting something isn't working, right? In fact, quite the opposite. So the sooner the initiative is one down, 
the less costly and the faster that the organization can start again. So definitely no point insisting on something that is clearly unlikely to succeed, right? One sh shouldn't do it. It happens sometimes, but it shouldn't happen in, in my view. The goal is, is really learning. So the goal is to collect learnings based on trial and error, then use this learning as a part of a virtuous feedback loop for ongoing transformation effort. So that, that is what really makes a difference between uh, um, winning initiative over the long term and initiative which are wobbling and have no clear uh, definition of success. Learning, that's the point in my view. Mm. So it's best to pull the plug earlier rather than later? I'd say so. If not for cost, uh, you don't want to waste money, of course. It's for motivation. It's for the climate within the organization. If the results are being attained, uh, then stakeholders can become despondent. This is a harder state to recover from than the financial impacts. Money, you know, money comes and goes. But, you know, when there's a sense of failure, that is very difficult to, uh, to get rid of. I'm Mike Lochran, and you're listening to the Management Perspectives Podcast. If you're enjoying the Management Perspectives Podcasts and want to learn more, join us on LinkedIn and take the next steps on your digital transformation journey. So when companies want to move on from that initial potential failure, um, moving on from the aftermath, where should they prioritize? Where should they look at next? Um, yeah, good question. So the first priority should be the mindset. So change needs to be approached from a positive and growth-oriented perspective, right? Um, after failing, one should avoid becoming overly cautious or worse, allowing inertia to set in. That involves self-analysis of people, process, and technology. You really need to carefully look into those three dimensions, right? Which part was deficient in the initiative? It's likely, in most of the cases, out of my experience, it's likely a combination of all three. But it's important to deeply assess each one of these three dimensions in order to focus the lesson learned and figure out what really needs to be changed moving forward, right? You need to go deep into the root cause of things in order to understand and not take excuses or something which is uh, maybe uh, good to say, but not really the, the real problem. We need to be honest and we need to go deep into the root cause of things. And, and nobody likes failure, of, of course, but, but do companies get a second chance at uh, transformation? I would say out of my experience, in most cases, yes. Um, of course, um, it's easier to bounce back uh, fast if failure was a concept baked into your initial plan as part of the process of testing and learning. Then the experience simply reinforces your organization knowledge base and helps direct future endeavors. That is the most favorable case, right? Depending on the type of digital transformation a company is striving for, for example, digital optimization, which means making some process more efficient, or at the opposite side, digital innovation, change the business model or the nature of certain business processes, like, for example, servitizing a product-centric business model, 
The definition of failure and the overall approach to our failure and recovery might be significantly different, and so the level of preparedness to fail. If the success of a project was seen as guaranteed, then it can be hard to regain and maintain the momentum because a sense of a I need the inadequacy may easily creep in. But um, most companies try again, and many times I have to say they trying uh, they are trying with success. Mario, you, you've already mentioned that that no one company is the same as another, especially when it comes to the, the, the transformation aspect. But is there any common approaches that they should try and do differently the second time? Yeah, I, I will underline really very much uh, that you need to start with uh, focusing the business value. So why should I do this? And is the why shared and agreed by all the relevant stakeholders in the company, right? Depending on the scope, it could be just a few managers, a few people, or could be the entire upper management into an organization. Um, another important thing is that everybody has a clear understanding of the risk-benefit ratio. And so the roadmap to make, to implement the change is designed in order to have low hanging fruits, kind of, you know, quick wins at the beginning. So to build momentum and build uh, trust and faith into what uh, the company is trying to do and uh, and keep the, you know, the more, the, the big rocks at a later stage. Internal communication and alignments are also key to avoid mistakes. Collaboration from executive level uh, is absolutely crucial and you need, really need uh, uh, an executive sponsor for each major digital transformation initiative. It, this is really something you cannot do without. Um, so look at the wider industry to understand the trends, to understand the opportunity, but do not seek a ready-made blueprint for your implementation. Do something which is specifically uh, specific and meaningful to you. Uh, another point is uh, focus on improving the data that's guiding your initiative, right? So digital transformation today is all about data. Technologies such as Digital Twin produce, produce masses of data, which can be used for purposes such as predictive maintenance or condition monitoring with a clear framework and set of metrics for success. So you get a baseline, you get the metrics for success, you know what you want to achieve. Of course, the, the better the quality of data you have to work with, then the more rigorously you can analyze it to help inform ongoing development, right? And very often, analyzing the data is just the very first step of, uh, of the digital transformation journey because it creates the awareness about what is possible. Maybe you, you on paper design something, but once you got the data, say, hey, I'm missing some data or the quality of the data is not up to the uh, to the quality level I was expecting in order to achieve my goals, right? And you start uh, different efforts, like for example, re-engineering or retrofitting your products to have this data available. One last consideration is about training. Um, the tools, the technology tools, the kind of application we can provide users with today are increasingly intuitive and open to, uh, to users for a variety of degrees of technical aptitude, right? So we have technology which uh, uh, resonates well with uh, more senior workers, especially frontline workers, as well as younger ones. 
Even the most advanced technology will only provide a limited value if operators and staff can use them to their full potential. Am I insisting here on the concept of full potential? So sometimes, you know, uh, this aspect is a little bit neglected uh, because just using it is enough. Using it proficiently can make a difference in terms of uh, business return. Uh, for example, product expectation in terms of improved productivity. Yeah, many of those points resonate with me when I've also been working with, with industry on their digitization projects. That pilot purgatory has been typically most seen in, in my experience when the key stakeholders haven't been involved and there was no executive sponsor. Uh, and, and, and when uh, a project was then um, um, promoted or shown it was not in line with what the business was looking for or it didn't quite achieve it and, and it was soon put away so those points resonate yeah i think they're they're fantastic points for, for the audience to take in I'm Mike Lochran, and you're listening to the Management Perspectives Podcast. Today I'm speaking with Mario Kazani, Director of the Digital Transformation Group for EMEA and APAC at PTC. And we're discussing how organizations can and should deal with a false start in their digital transformation initiatives. Um, so just talking about those those executive sponsors and those key stakeholders, what's the key piece of advice you'd give to executives, leaders um, recovering from a false start? Yeah, um, I'm probably repeating myself. I'm sorry for that, Mike. But again, you need to start with a why. This is very, very important. Uh, by the way, this is the core of my daily activity with my team. Um, why is digital transformation necessary to us and what uh, can it do for us uh, specifically, right? Specifically, this is the, the business goal. Go deep in understanding that, understand the opportunity, but also the risk. Evaluate the trade-off between the two and make your own decision, share decision. Um, one another thing is starting from the why results not only in a much bigger success rate overall, and in more successful recoveries, just in case you have failed, unfortunately you failed, but also in a faster and more effective selection of the uh, digital transformation technology. As the selection process becomes purpose focused as opposed to generalist, right? For example, we want the best IoT technology versus we want the best IoT technology to do ABC and then XYZ. It's a completely different approach, a completely different mindset. It's very pragmatic and makes a difference at the end of the day and typically results in a smaller failure rate uh, due to technology shortcomings which are one of the three reasons why company unfortunately fail no and, and you know do you know mario I, I think it's worth repeating that whole why mantra because uh, you know, not just for the, the executives and the executive sponsors, but but for anyone who would like to carry out a digital transformation project, if they start with the why, and then pitch that 
up to the stakeholders and, and up to the executive sponsor, then everyone's aligned to the, to the why they're doing it. Um, but be, be, you know, and, and again, prepared, be prepared for feedback, be prepared for failure. But but the why is at the core of that. So absolutely worth repeating. So just any parting thoughts from yourself, Mario, for the listeners? Sure. Um, I'll finish by saying that we have seen many organizations try on their own and fail. But as they say, fail fast and recover. So with Rockwell Automation as our strategic partner in helping our customer to recover from this complication, we can certainly help. Uh, the combination of PTC and Rockwell Automation brings a complementary skill set that helps meet a wide range of needs in manufacturing and production workplaces, such, for example, improving asset and work at optimization. We have a proven methodology to help companies focus on the business value and design digital and transformation roadmaps, which are poised to success regardless of what happened in the past. So my invitation is let's try it. It's interesting to delve into that. You know, nobody wants to talk about failure around digital transformation. Yes. But but we all realize that, you know, the fail fast mantra uh, and then but where do you pick up from that fail fast mantra? You know, it's easy to say, oh, we failed, let's get on with it. But, but to understand why it might have failed, I think, is absolutely core. And probably we don't, probably when, when I say we, I'm going to say the royal we of, you know, technology providers and also um, technology implementers probably don't don't address it enough. Yeah, yeah. I think, think you're right. You think you're right. And I want to sign as a company together with Rockwell, we are trying our best really to focus um, the customer attention on what really matters for them. Um, Pretty often is is uh, enough. Um, not always is enough because you know many many things may go along the way of uh, you know impeding or or let's say uh, jeopardizing the effort of a company in doing digital transformation. Depending on really on the complexity of the initiative, depending on the scope. But um, yeah, we need to talk also about failure, right? To learn from the failure. And yes, I'm totally with you. Yes. Many thanks for your time. A, a really interesting um, topic for me, looking at you know what could be perceived as being a negative, that that a potential for failure, but actually you know the failing fast and getting over it is absolutely core, and the very fact that it might just highlight out some some weakness in the process to get it right again, I think is a really great message. So m many thanks for your time and that, Mario, and and many thanks to listener for your attention. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. been listening to the management perspectives podcast please follow me mike lochran on linkedin and twitter where i publish all of my podcasts and blogs if you've enjoyed the podcast please rate and review us on apple podcasts as this really helps the show